For as long as I've known the NBA, it's been a stars league. But even among the stars, there's an exclusive club. Russell, Dr. J, Jordan, Kobe. They're all part of a select group that paved the way for the NBA superstar of today. And some even shared secrets with each other along the way. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Jackie McMullen, and this is the Icons Club. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. That is literally Did you as mute short me again as today? it gets. No, you're unmuted. <laughs> that was better. Too. It was faster. That was as short as I'm going. You wouldn't, Hi, know anything. you wouldn't know anything about being short, and there's nobody else in the room. <laughs> Don't act like you're talking to somebody else. Um, what are you trying to prove? Start over. They're they're my friends. <laughs> Hi. Oh Welcome. boy. Welcome back. Back Welcome from back. Vegas. We got in late last night. I would have been content to cancel, but what? how late did you sleep in, by the way? Well, the dog. Oh, oh. So this is a big development here. People are very excited <laughs> with this. Since our trip back from Florida, Hannah has allowed the dogs to sleep with us because they were freshly bathed. You are. I love my dog. Dog person, but they did keep me up quite a bit, and they move around a little bit. Mm. So wasn't great. I slept until nine thirty. <laughs> okay, I have no more use for you today. <laughs> Um, big <laughs> Las Vegas was it's a place let's just say that um, not for me yeah I think we can both agree that that was uh, that was it was a good time you know what let's go ahead and get into the rundown just because we're going to talk up. all about it so fire it up the rundown I forgot you still said that yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, we, no oh, yeah, now you do no, now you, now now you do the rundown the thing. that's right you do, you do more <laughs> than just say it I got mint you. experience uh, we're going to basically give you all the details of what we saw, what we thought, and uh, where we think it's going. Drake is back in the limelight. We're going to talk a little bit about what happened there. Some would say he never left the limelight. That's true. He Some think he is popular. Um, we did a few things while we were there. We're going to promote. We're going to talk. Um, we're also going to talk about things that happened while we were not there, uh, being the CSG news slab uh, that happened right before we got there. And we haven't ha had a chance to talk to you lovely people about it. We have new releases. We have hurt players. One of my favorite releases, by the way. 
No one cares. And mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I understand your wife is not happy with you right now because you're an no, idiot. No, no. And I specifically said I am <laughs> Team Sam. So just move on. Big picture. <laughs> I thought I was getting muted again. Oh, God. Oh, back from Las Vegas, Nevada. No, you know what? No, we are starting with this. Drake was live on Instagram last night with Kenny Golden. Ken Ken. 11, uh, maybe I saw it hit up to 12. It may have gotten higher or lower. I'm not sure. Oh, Logan Paul jumped on that I feed, that. by the way. Yeah. I, I think when Logan jumped on, it jumped up to 25,000. Because he, so Is Ken and Drake shows. were, Ken yeah. and Drake were together in the same room. So they were on one feed. Yeah. Logan was added by video, which means all of his followers were then. Yes. It probably got higher than that. I saw it at one point 25,000 though, which is ridiculous. Did you ever get on? No, we were driving. I back did from text, the airport. I did text Ken. Happening. I did text Ken though privately. She's like, dude, this is like insanely. Did he text back? Awesome. He did. He was like, thanks, man. Oh, cool. So no, he's like, always very gracious with us. Yeah. I, I didn't even request to get in the video last night. He had an. I mean, dude, you got Drake and yeah. Logan Paul. <laughs> I think we're good. Hey, Mike's here, guys. <laughs> and then this other guy with twelve followers. Perfect. Uh-huh. Um, but he did respond. It was cool. Uh, so they got together. They ripped some eighty-six flare. Can we talk about how that was so much different than all the times we've broken with, you know, other sports guys, like sports guys who aren't in the hobby. Like you can tell he poppy champagne, poppy, AKA Drake is in the hub, at least for this. Like he has some kind of degree of, I think he just knows the sport and he knows the card he's looking for. Yeah. And I, but I mean, that's, that's better than most of the other breaks that we do where they don't have any interest or just doing it. Cause well, here's a difference too, though. They're breaking 86 flair. Like, you know, you're looking for Jordan, all the names you're seeing. First of all, there's no inserts. There's nothing as a sticker set. And there's a regular set Mm -hmm. pretty easy to keep up with as opposed to breaking like mosaic where there's, is this card actually good? Is this one even numbered? What, what if he broke downplay it? No, no, no. Just I'm just saying happen. if he did that, I think he would struggle as well. I'm He's sure. breaking a very cut and dry product. Still huge though. I said this yesterday on a panel at the mint and I, and I mean this him coming in by the way is good for the hobby. I don't see any downside at all. No, I don't think he's in here trying to like pump and promote certain things. He's pretty like, he outright, wants what like he wants. I want to chase some monster cards and make a ton of money, but it's bringing a ton of attention, which is a good thing. I mean, Logan Paul getting in there, I think was. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Um, pretty cool. So, and then they ripped a bunch of flawless as well. They did good on the 86, depending Still on how grading. Can't find that triple logo, man. I didn't. Yeah. So I didn't watch any of the flawless at all. I just saw I them. I did, do, but I saw highlights. I didn't oh, see really? them pick. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure we would have heard if they found. I know we pulled the one on one Penny Hardaway logo, man. Auto. Yeah. I That's going to be that. like tens of thousands. I mean, it's, but yeah, when I you're spending, made their money back on it. Though. Oh, he got absolutely murdered. Although I bet he did good in the 86 flare. If you open that stuff like that. And as long as one of, as long as the Jordans, you need to hit one Jordan as a 10 Yeah, and it covers. But even if not, you can actually just grade everything that looks 10 worthy and you, you're probably okay. They pulled three base and three stickers. They also pulled a Kareem sticker, which if it grades a 10 is massive. I will. I, yeah. When we were watching it, it was actually kind of exciting to, to see that, he's it, it was even like he knew what was coming up because didn't you say in the car like yeah the pack all in the, the same, same. yeah mm-hmm. the pack order but he seemed to know it at mm-hmm. that point even before like they had gone through multiple packs so and he was talking to like maybe i'll be at national with ken and then so, ken gave the wrong dates for national then ken gave the wrong date and then ken started talking about where he was staying and drake was like we don't have to give the address yeah exactly. uh but if same thing again the guy like that comes to the national Say whatever you want. I don't care what you like, dislike. A person like that bringing attention. We were talking kind of offline about this. Probably one of the most, actually, no, I said offline. I was on that panel with Rick Pack, Rip Pack Slab, those guys mm-hmm. who do like hobby who music and content. Absolute delight. Dude, they were super nice, wicked well spoken, very well spoken. Jeremy Lee was on the podcast or on the panel as well. Uh, 
but he's obviously in that world. Like Drake is a mu- into music. That's mm-hmm. what their world is. I was like, isn't he like one of the what top five most influential people uh, right now? I think he has the top twenty biggest Instagram page or top ten. One of those two. Yeah, and, and everybody agreed. Like, yeah, he's a top five type guy. Like when he's yeah. paying attention to you, it's gonna so good. It brings more attention. Like that's awesome. And Drake, if you're listening, the national is July twenty seventh through the thirty first. Don't show up the next week. Yeah. So there you go. Drake was back. Awesome. Um, cool. Very cool. Now we rewind just a little bit. Vegas. Vegas. Um, I, I'm excited for next year's mint. Cause I think they're already talking about the, there being another one. Um, do we talk about just the experience Start overall? Whatever okay. you want to do. You've said too much. I'll take it. <laughs> I, I want, I want the people to know that it was a lot of fun. Not, not the Vegas experience and all like if you're there oh, for I that. Oh, I hated the yeah. city. If you, if, other people love that. If you're in for that, whatever, that's fine. But the actual show itself was a lot of fun. However, you t- it, you're taking my first line. I bet. Well, this is my line. I've said it first multiple times. It was not a card show. That is my first line. Correct. It is a. It was an industry summit ish trade, trade show. show. Yes. Phenomenal for what it was, though. Yes. Oh. But yeah, if you absolutely. went there strictly, so our, 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 we actually set up with a couple people, mm-hmm. uh, Rich and Jordan and Jeremy and all these guys who were next card to us. Card letter. James. Yeah, card letter gave us their booth because our booth mysteriously disappeared. That's fine. <laughs> they were there promoting their other business as well, mm-hmm. but they were also set up and they said the same thing from a setup position, hardly any sales, almost yeah, nothing if to you buy. you were there to sell cards. You're in trouble. Yeah. But from a standpoint of getting the word out about a business, mm-hmm. which by the way, we got pitched probably, I mean, between oh. together and separate, I would say 50. Yeah. I would like I, legit ideas. Hey, this is already the off the ground. business cards I have. Yeah. So it was, it was great for that. It was actually good for us to networking in that regard. But yeah, as a card show, which I don't care, we have enough card shows that I'm fine with that. Yeah. The panels too, I actually thought was going to be like a total bust. I was just like, I don't know who's going to go to these things. So Luber, mm-hmm. Peyton, all those guys had the big panel yep. on yeah, the fancy was that white Friday chairs. night. Was that, uh, uh, that was a Saturday. on Saturday. Yeah. Yep. There was a few hundred people in there. Yeah. That place was pretty packed. Yep. And that ended up, some of the highlights ended up making it from there onto ESPN on the homepage. Peyton made a joke about wanting his retirement gift back from Brady. Which was. Which is, yeah, great. I yeah. mean, attention on the event. Yeah. And it specifically named the Mint Collective. So we were in a side room. There were four side panel, side rooms. Yeah. The first panel I did was, with, I moderated. I had Jeff Wilson from Sports Card Investor, Darren Ravel, and Eric, the GM of Whatnot. By the way, Collective is probably, I, they filmed everything, but we, I live streamed most of that. Yeah, event. it's on our Instagram. So if you guys want to check out that one specifically, go to our Instagram. That thing was packed. I mean, between people coming oh, and going, a- there was standing room only in the back. Like, yep. I bet there was a hundred people in there. Or close I to it. I was, ex- I was actually very impressed. As someone who saw none of the other, uh, speaking events other than the ones that you and I were in, I think we had the biggest room. So I was again, told again, the biggest, the, the big one obviously with Peyton was yeah. huge. The grading panel, I think had a bigger audience than ours. Oh really? We had the four heads of all, all the grading presidents were there. I heard SGC killed it. Oh, Pete, Pete's a good speaker. So I'm not shocked. Duh, I talked, I said that on the last time he was on. I also he wore good. a suit. Yeah. He looked dapper. Dapper Labs was there. Look at the connection. Promotion. Yep. Lab um, is short for laboratory. There were bathrooms there. Lavatories. The I think it would still be cool, even if you are not like a business. If you are just a straight collector or investor, you don't have content creation. You're not a, a business. You're not a local card shop. You could still go there and have fun. Like there's correct. There is swag. There are still a lot of cards. Um, I think that the things that I was interested in, the celebrity and comic stuff was still very overpriced uh, or 
it was very sure. high priced. I will say that. So no deals for me there. However, I did get a couple cool cards that we'll talk about later on. We can talk about our pick our pickups there. Yep. Um, but still, I want event. this to happen again, and I'm glad that and they've not already in Vegas. No, not there. That was one complaint I did hear. Like, man, it, the crowds were a little slim at times. Oh, because it's, it's, it's ha- March Madness and it's Vegas. There's so much to do. I'm telling yes. you right now, IMG and Collectible. If you do that event here in Nashville. That'd be awesome. First of all, you'd save a ton of money. Second of all, you would have a way bigger crowd. And that's something we heard from a lot of people. I wasn't going to bring my kids out to the show in Vegas. It's expensive. It's hard to get here. You do that in Nashville, that thing. Honestly, I'm just going to put the call. I've talked to Collectible about this already. I would like to get into the whole show a a couple times a year. Show, event after, the whole thing, I think is actually a huge market that could be done right. Especially at the Nashville Event Center downtown. Absolutely. Oh, That's man. what I'm saying, dude. Nashville's a great... How do we do this? How do we make this happen? We just put out the call. So I'm serious. I do think... I've talked to a few people kind of off the books already. I think it'd be a cool avenue. Anyways. Um, so, again, trade shows, I think... Or, or card shows need to be their own thing. Mm-hmm. That, that was not a card show. However... It was awesome. It was yep. a lot of fun. Um, we got to meet Jerry Rice. I got to wear oh, his yeah. ring for a little post. I got to meet Paul Pierce. That's right, Jesse, right to the crowd. And then we saw Jerry Rice twice at the airport. He came to hang out with us at the he airport. He wore a mask at the airport, and no nobody knew. knew him, but I did. Yeah, because so I was like, hey, can I wear that ring again? And he stopped. He's like, okay. He just, and then he walked back, and you got the big point from him. I got the point. Two-handed He point. knew who we were. Uh, we're best friends with Jerry Rice. No big deal. It was um, cool, too. We got like a hand-numbered autograph, 8 by 10 each of us. Yeah. We only signed 80 of them. Um, that's a for sale right now. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I thought um, it was also interesting to meet up with some of the zero cool people. Oh, yeah. Finally getting to see AC in person. You know what? Neither of us actually went and saw Luber because he had like a film crew around him. The same film crew that was with us it's on our the first crew. day. We let him hang with Josh for a few actually, minutes. Actually, it's kind of true. Um, the film crew basically was just surrounding him the whole time. So it was kind of hard to just walk up and introduce ourselves and talk to him in person for the first time. But uh, AC, his go-to uh, right-hand person. I want to say right-hand man, but that'd be rude. Uh, she was awesome. And then they released their newest product, Zero Cool, or their newest line. I guess it was at least a, a preview product. of it. Yeah. Uh, the Jackass cards, which I think those are actually kind of cool. Like, I would tell you this just so we got to see those next to the V friends. Quality wise, not close. And people told them that too. They are a much better quality, well, they better looking it. card. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like and, an HD print. Yeah. yeah and I'm actually excited too. Cause like, I don't think we're going to see a crazy rush on those. Like we did with Gary stuff. Oh yeah. And I think that's a cool set. Like me and you grew up watching that. I'm sure. Like I actually yeah. think that would be a cool set to try to put together, but I'm not going to spend $10,000 on singles. So um, um, I'll be here. I think that comes out a two week, weeks. Uh, yeah. Like two weeks from now. They said they had some uh, they delays. Said send us a box so we can break and hopefully give some away. Yeah. I'd do that. Absolutely. Um, that was really cool. The, we were on the Mojo podcast. Mojo um, breaks. Mojo There's breaks. a couple mojos in the industry I've noticed. Oh yeah. There so, is another mojo. That's why out I wasn't there. sure. I was like, do you guys so we met Doug and Dan? Yes. So Doug and Dan were the breakers originally. Mojo is massive now, by the way. I mean, I knew this when I was breaking. Like they were a top, I don't know, top five, top ten in the country. Oh, like, really? They're, oh, they're they're huge. Oh wow. Um, but now they are just doing content. They don't really break anymore. They have their team that breaks. Oh, um, okay. They had Joseph there that day. Yep. Remember Joe? <laughs> Joe? Joe had a... I'm going to tell you right now. I've never met Joseph. Here, had a rough Friday here's night. Here's a critique of that event for anybody who loves Vegas. The Mint Collective also then put panels like at 10 oh, o'clock boy. the next morning. Not and great. like any Any time you put a show on in Vegas, you probably don't want to put any, any event before noon. That's just a thought for those 
attending. So uh, but we're going to do something else content wise with them. Yes. That's the first time. First of all, I usually hate four people on a pod. It actually works for that. And they were in on the joke. Yeah. It was pretty chill. I, I actually enjoyed it. And I never enjoy doing those things. It's always <laughs> awkward. And I hate people. What? You took a negative stance about something? Not anymore. <laughs> I'm Mr. Positive right now, buddy. Um, Amount of what is the. Yeah, I just made a note. Like we already mentioned it, but like the amount of people who are like developing businesses and have built oh, things yeah. out around the, the industry is insane. Like there's new grading coming in. Mm -hmm. There's new ways to track your collection. There's new social platforms that they're trying to like, I, I was just, I don't know if I was impressed. I, I was impressed and annoyed at the same time. Cause some of the stuff, here's the deal. There's some people who came up who we, like we've spoken to before. Mm -hmm. And they were like, all right, hey, by the way, while we're here, want to pitch you. I was like, totally fine. Yeah. You're a listener. But then other people would just randomly come up. Like, hey, so here's our idea. And I'm like, I don't even know who you are. Like, why are you <laughs> just yeah. find a better way? Yeah, they didn't even know who we were. They right. were just coming up. But yeah. plenty of other people. And like, you can see people are really devoting time and energy to this hobby. Um, I have a comment It was interesting. On that. I liked it. Like, so what we saw there was the majority, I would say, of the biggest names in the card space as far as business and content creation goes. Okay. Um, I, which I, I would agree with, yeah. But in, in Panini the, had a huge spot. Yep. There, but there was still a big opinion of, well, this was my opinion and a few others that we are still in the beginning stages of this hobby as far as like the growth and how big it can be. And there were several people throwing out figures of like the hobbies, like 2 million people, but fanatics has sales uh, to like 80 million people. If they bring in 10, 20% of that, you know, how much bigger this hobby all of a sudden becomes. Sure. So with that being said, the amount of people that were there could fit in a room not bigger than, you know, maybe half the size of the national in Chicago, something around there. May oh, yeah. you're talking about the size of the show we yeah, were at? I'm just saying like the amount, because you, you think third, like- uh, That's probably a third of the size of the national. So you think like how, how many people were there and it was like, you know, it can be a little annoying. Why are there so many? I think that's just the beginning. I think this becomes exponentially bigger as far Correct. as like how many people are in the space because you think about other hobbies, like say just, just sports in general, not sports cards, but sports mm -hmm. in general. Like if you had a convention for those, you would have a fraction of that hobby space in that room. Like you couldn't ever fit that many people. So I just think the fact that we were there on the first one and if we can continue to be at trade shows like that, like, that kind of, I think you kind of set yourself apart if you are, I, I feel like you are a dominating force in the industry if you can be at one of those shows and set up because I think it's only the best of the best in the future. As we, as these things get bigger, the audience gets bigger. That's, yeah, that's reason. Yeah, like, like if you said, do you want a space next time they do it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't care about selling cards. Oh, I want yeah. a space simply for the networking aspect. Oh, absolutely. And that's the name of the game now anyways. Like Tops partnered up with Loop last week. Fanatics yep. bought Tops a few months ago. Yep. Uh, you know, we're seeing Ma PSA and Golden are under the same umbrella now. We're seeing major collaborations. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of money still, too, to just do your own thing and be small, and that's fine. Yep. If you're trying to get on something big scale, though, it does seem like collabs is the, are the, it's like either adapt or die on that level. Again, yes. there's so many, there's people on that level who are going to continue to make a ton of money and be great. Which I, but which I think is, I don't want it to just be Titans and it, it's not, no. but if you're going to try to compete and be a big time thing, you better have people in your corner because everybody is teaming up to do things. So yeah, my whole point though, I just think you're going to continue to see collaborations, sponsorships. I mean, 
I never in a million years thought I, I'm, I would say what I'm about to say. We spent time on two separate occasions this week, me especially, with Jeff Wilson, sports card investor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I am never, I'm not entertained as much by his stuff. It's not my style, although I am unbelievably difficult to, like, I Please. just don't find things fascinating. <laughs> yeah. He sat on the panel. I asked all three of those guys some pretty pointed, tough questions and threw some critiques at him, quite frankly. The guy spoke well. Like, yep. Not, and then even that evening when we saw him at the Harahakadamakashara <laughs> restaurant we went to, that, I think that's how you say yeah. it. Like, he came over. He was like, hey, appreciate the time. Like, and I told him, like, appreciate you speaking up, appreciate the time, whatever. Yeah. I would I would bet money in 2022 there's a collaboration between us. That's I'm not gonna I'm never gonna do his top would, five. And I, I'm never I, gonna say his top five thing. Like he knows no. I hate that and I still do. And he hates things about us. But he's got a huge reach. And there are certain things he does. And I'm just like, if you threw in some personality and like a a, a critical person as well, mm-hmm. I think it could be an interesting mix just, on a very limit. Like I said, I he, and he he made two be like, no, I would never do anything. But if they called or if we called, I just think this, I don't think that door is totally shut. And I never thought I'd say that. I, well, here's the thing. I was thinking the same thing. You and I did not uh, share that conversation before this. So I didn't know you were going to say that. I never thought you would actually say that on the air because yeah. the, the, we, our audience is very loyal, very diehard. Which I like. I, I am concerned about the response. Well, I'll tell you right now, that. here's the reason I say that too. I also think if you were given a platform, because Ravel the same thing. Mm-hmm. I went at Ravel. If he reached out or vice versa to do to have a discussion about something again on a one-off basis. Mm-hmm. So, okay, maybe there's something where you just happen to agree, and that's fine. I think it's more likely me and Jeff or me and Darren though do not fully agree. But if you're gonna have a discussion like that, at, at the very least, yeah, you're exposing both audiences to the other view. And I think I actually would rather talk to people I don't agree with totally. I think it's more interesting. Guys on stage just saying the same thing and everybody's in agreement is boring to me. Yeah. You put me in a room or on a podcast together with somebody who, yes, has a following, but clearly I don't agree with in general. Mm-hmm. I think things get interesting then. So, yeah, from that point, I'll be honest with you. I, hope to, I mean, if the audience, I'm not up there singing anybody else's praises. I think we're still the best and I still will criticize other people when they need it. Well, but you cannot be as openly critical as I am and then not also be commending when. I fly off the handle as a moderator and get come after people and they stand up and take it and respond. Well, you have to also throw praise period. Like that's just, you got to be consistent with that. So yeah, I was going to say, if anybody disagrees with Mike's take there, go and watch the Instagram and see if you still feel that way. Cause I think that was, that was very well done by all yeah. parts. And there's not some, any type of partnership or anything like that coming up. I oh, just God, actually no. enjoyed yeah. being on panels with people. I was not that familiar with in person and who I had differing opinion. I liked, I actually really liked that, that format. So um boom roasted so overall good show enjoyed it we got some packs to rip we got some things we we got a a good amount of swag um nothing that i really care all that much the jerry rice was the most valuable thing for sure oh jerry well actually we don't know we haven't opened these panini packs yet so so. panini gave these i'll give you a couple and i'll take a couple and we'll just, all right, or let's do this one at a time ronick mute us let's just rip them open all four you don't have to rip them they're ziploc bags just open it Good audio. I mean, is it that bad? Come on. Why do you have to? Why are you the way you are? Why are you the way you are? I can't help it that I'm trying to be. Okay, so we've got UFC silver sparkle packs, whatever. You get one card in each. They're enclosed in a magnetic. I don't know if they're numbered or not. Mine don't look like they're numbered. Okay, who did you get? Give me the names. I actually. Th- 
I don't. Oh this boy, one, you have this to one. say it. I know one of the names, but I don't know how to pronounce this one. Uh, Askar Askarov. Mm-hmm. You know, is it a rookie? Uh, it is. N- it's a rated rookie in so the corners. Okay, is what it. Okay, what's the difference? I know when it says RC, I know that's the rookie card. But rated if it says rookie, rated rookie, insert set of rookies from Don Russ. Okay. Yep. So who's the other one? Let me see this. The one. other one is not numbered, right? This yeah, rated not rookie. numbered. Yeah, I don't know who that dude is. Uh, the other one is Kevin Holland. Um, You've heard of Kevin Holland? No. Oh, no, I think you said you heard of one. Oh, no, no, no. I know how to pronounce the names. Yeah. I think Kevin Holland may be great. I, we don't watch the sport. I have no idea. Kevin Holland is a rookie. Yes. Okay, so I got a legend and a rookie. Kind of a legend. I got a contender's optic out of 2020. Nate Diaz. Okay. I heard think it. I've heard of Nate Diaz. Yeah, Nate's yeah. kind of... This one, though, I... Is Ronick still alive? Ronick, put your salad down for a minute. Do you watch <laughs> UFC at all? No. Okay. Go back to your salad. <laughs> Who do, is there anybody at the ringer we can call right now? I want to know if this guy's any good. I think this guy's like the champion. Look him up. Isn't he? Kezmat Shemaev? Shemaev <laughs> might be right, actually. Uh, this is on. a crusade. Yep. K-H-A-M-Z-A-T. Yeah. See if anything's sold on eBay. Swedish. So this is a rookies and stars. Again, it's like the sparkle effect. Uh, it is the rookie card, it says. It is a crusade prism. All right. It might be worth some money. He may be a no. I have no idea. <laughs> Guy's selling shoes now, maybe. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I thought he was like a champion or something. Uh, Let's see. How come you haven't found this yet? I think I did. All right. Here we go. Let's see. Oh, this is a pink one. Ah, no, I can, t- I can already tell you. He's so. 10 and 0. Um, this looks to go for. It's a silver prism. That's way better than a silver prism. Come on. This the silver prism is being sold for, has not been bought for $125. So I don't think this is the guy. I think it's a couple hundred bucks then. That's I, I bet it's at least a hundred. I don't know. Um not bad. But the Nate Diaz is a, this is a weird cool guys card. pulling out cards. Well, the like, guy next to us, Steve, uh, sold his Kamara Usman. Yeah. For was 125. It? I thought it was 200 or something. But, oh, maybe. But I, the thing is, they were just giving these packs away, like, or these cards away to yeah. the guys who got tickets or uh, were part of the events. So pretty what cool. A, just it, to give away like hundreds, hundreds of dollars worth of cards. Yeah, I think person. they made them special for this event. Like, this is not like a normal card set. These are made specific for this event. Oh, wait, really? Yeah, like, these are actual cards, but they put the sparkle effect on it, and it's like like the national pack will release. Uh, I see what yeah, you're it's saying. Yeah, it's, okay. it's its own thing. Um, so. But uh, that was just a few of the cards. Let's go over all of our, what we picked up while okay. we were there. Hit it. Um, I got to go to the bathroom. Really? Mm-hmm. You can't hold it? No. I kill uh, myself. Oh, my God. Just started with, I'm going to do my pickups. Mike stepped out and go for 30 seconds. All right. Um, so Mike stepped out. Couldn't he's? I don't want to say he's a child, but a lot of children can't hold their urine long enough. Um, we're going to go ahead and go over a few of the things that I got. Um, one, a couple of these things. So Kayvon, oh boy, Kayvon uh, Thibodeau, I believe is how you pronounce his name. He's like one of big prospects coming up. Uh, they have like what their eBay is calling his rookie card. Uh, I don't think this really counts because it's got eBay written all over it. Uh, but that was kind of, I mean, it's kind of cool looking. Uh, we also got mint collective cards again. You know what? If you're into this kind of thing, I don't know if there's actual value, but Andy Friedman 
made these, he numbered them. It's like, this is at seven out of 99. Um, kind of cool to commemorate the whole event. Actual cards though, we did get some of those. And specifically, um, they were giving away a couple of uh, Otanis in a lot of these packs. Nothing, uh, not actual. I don't think they're anything official, but um, still nice to to have actual cards. Nothing, when I say nothing official, I just mean like, I don't believe it's part of a set or anything. I think they are special for the event. Um, the actual cards that we got, Pop Sentry, sign card, Margot Kidder, uh, a guy who has a local card shop in Vegas. He says mainly like Magic the Gathering, things like that. He came by with uh, some Pop Sentry stuff and wanted to give me that. That's pretty cool. Um, another fan, or <sighs> been really told not to say fan, uh, listener who is also our friend now, uh, brought over a, a couple cards for Mike and I. Mine was a pro set Whitney Houston at the Super Bowl card. Um, that's actually pretty cool. I, I thought that was really awesome. And then possibly the most valuable one uh, that I got was, so Josh Luber, and this makes me wonder if this will be a part of another set. So he has his own card now, which, you know, you start making cards professionally, you're going to have your own card. Uh, not only did he get his card out there, but I also, uh, with help from AC, uh, got him to sign it. So Mike did not get his sign. I was going to say, did you tell him how you also didn't get mine signed? That was <laughs> it my was other. a weird situation. I couldn't get multiples, okay? It, and it, Mike's back. You know, it's true. It was weird in the sense that you couldn't just say, hey, Josh, sign two. He was you're already fine. signing three, and mine was the third. Hey, Josh, sign four. <laughs> You're right. No, no, you're right. That is a difficult situation. It, he was you know what's easier camera. to do there is to throw somebody under the bus. Um, I thought you'd feel uncomfortable if you got yours. I don't want to mention this quick because I don't, I don't okay. care about it today. Oh, I'm so sorry. Wait, you're, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you're doing uh, it. You're doing it. Just before you change the subject, one, you need to go over the cards that you got. Planning on it. Two, this Otani, this is not like, this is part of the show. It's not like part of anything an actual yeah, set. Yeah, it's anything. like a tops. I think it's just a promo card for the show. I think. Because yeah. okay. I don't recognize that card at all. Yeah, I didn't either. All right, cool. That's fine. All right. So did you want to talk about your cards or did you do I do want to do my else? pickups, but the interns just message and I don't want to forget it's a two second thing. We don't have to talk about it. Okay. Albert Pujols re-signed with the Cardinals. Like going back to them where he first left from. Mm -hmm. I am curious and I'm gonna tell them, let's pull some rookie data. I'm curious if that affects his pricing oh. back home. Like maybe there's some nostalgia there. Anyways, I just okay. wanted to mention it before I um, I also just got a message that said, sorry, Mike. Yeah. Oh, down. nope. Is this real? Ronick, get on here. Breaking news. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are nearing a trade that will send Tom Brady to Miami. What? Brian Gray was right the whole time. Hang on a second here. I have to look this up. I, they just messaged this. What? Ronick, get a football guy on immediately. Is this happening? Is it's that, just a guy reporting it. I don't know if this is a... Or are they just picking up hard news story? No, this is sorry. The guy started with sorry because he knows. Re okay. I mean, if that happens, obviously we'll talk about it, I guess. I don't... What in the world? I can't believe this. Oh, yeah. You know what's good? We'll talk about my cards now that I picked yeah. up. <laughs> so this was being tweeted. I mean, I don't know whose Twitter this is. That's the only thing. I mean... You know, I don't want to say like self-control. We could have like saved this and it doesn't have to be in the middle of the podcast, but. Yeah. Okay. I'm not positive. Yeah. Well, we'll vet this out. This is interesting that people are sending that though. 
Okay. Anyways, if that happens, I'm done the podcast. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not speaking anymore. That's true. You did say you were quitting, so. Fine. I'm happy to do it. Okay. So back to our pickups. First of all, as a gift, my buddy Richard bought me a, I've been chasing this set forever. As I speak about often, the 2001 sign of the times. This came in the mail when I came home. So oh, not a okay. show pickup. The Charlie Batch Auto from there. It's not that valuable. It's like 10 bucks or less. It's just hard to find. That whole set is becoming super tough to find. So I was pumped about that. Um, I feel bad that I'm going to forget one of the names. So David gave me a cool old school Ken Griffey Jr. insert. And then the guy who has the shop that does the Magic, the Gathering, and all the gaming cards in yes, Vegas. I forget his name. He's the one who I talked about who gave the uh, uh, gave me the uh, signed Margot Kidder card. Okay. He also gave me some Griffey stuff, which was pretty cool. Oh, cool. Um, so nice. I appreciated that. I got a Josh Luber card as well unsigned because Jesse's a scumbag. Yep. Uh, from my buddy Eric. Oh, you know what card I didn't mention that I got and you got as well? The sign Mitch card from Bullpen LA. I was saving that for the end because it was my favorite card. <laughs> yeah, so you may be awesome. familiar with Panini Noir. They do the sneaker autos. Well, Mitch is famously known for not wearing <laughs> shoes at his shop. I'm just now finally looking at so how, he the toenails on this thing. He literally did the design of the Noir sneaker, but it's just his bare foot, <laughs> and then he signed it. I cannot uh, read what he wrote, though. Mine says, "Let's to Jesse, let's go. What, what does that say? I can't read cursive. I'm dumb. <laughs> Uh, I think it says, oh God, never mind. Nope. I have no idea. It says something, something, something brother. Okay. It was pretty funny. Like yeah. Mitch, dude, it was pretty awesome. Actually stuff like that is like the highlights for me. That kind of crap. I love it. By the way, this just in the only news I could find about the Miami dolphins taking Tom Brady, uh, 34 minutes ago, this was mentioned from the head coach. It says, uh, for Miami. Cameron Wolf, is mm -hmm. that correct? All I right. have no idea. I know they got a new coach. Mike Daniel. Uh, I'm sorry. Mike Cameron Wolf is who who commented or tweeted this. Mike Daniel on Tom Brady to Miami speculation. The quote is, "The Tampa Bay Bucks quarterback. That's what. That's what. Do you call it? Uh, fake news. So okay, interesting. So I'm glad that we had the whole thing in the middle though about that happening. I would have totally revealed. Who, who messaged you that? By the way. Richard. Dang it. He's my, he's my one source. Rich. God. That's not true, but he does find things out early sometimes. So, and the fact that Brian Gray still vehemently stands behind that statement makes me wonder. Anyways. Okay. It doesn't matter. I only bought two cards at the show. We actually didn't spend a lot of time walking around. There wasn't a ton to choose from and most of it was overpriced, but I did find a 2012 Kyrie hoops autograph. I think I paid 160. It's a PSA 10. Can you, can you look it up in card ladder on the sales history? I'm kind of curious what that does now. 2012 hoops, PSA 10 Kyrie. Do you see the thing about Kyrie not being allowed to play the game, but he was allowed to go to the game? Well, now we can play again though too. Yeah, but it was just- But first though, yeah, they were letting yeah. him sit in the stands without, yeah, it was wild. So I got that. And then I also got, uh, I got this from my buddy, Eric. It's a 2017, so a Tatum rookie hoops green card. I take that back. I got the Kyrie from Eric. I got this from my buddy, Luis. It's a PSA nine. It's the green Tatum rookie. It's numbered out of 99. He gave it to me for 160 bucks, which I thought was a pretty good deal. So, I mean, Tatum's been on fire there. Now, currently, the number one seed in the East. Uh, bad news for the Celtics, though. They did. I just talked about this guy, too. And then it happened like two days later. Robert Williams has a torn or partially torn meniscus. Mm. So, he is going to miss several weeks. Normally, not the end of the world. What scares me about that, though, is if they end up... There's just so much, it's so up in the air right now for the Celtics. Cause as I said, right now they're tied for the heat. So technically they are the number one seed, which means they could potentially play Brooklyn first round. 
you're going to need every all hands on deck to play Brooklyn. Like no question. So I just wonder like, where does that, how does that affect them long-term? But yeah, that was kind of brutal. I how much did you pay kid. for this Kyrie? Uh, it says 200 on it. Oh good. Yeah. I paid like 170, I think. Oh one. no. I'm saying it says 200 on the, right. He had wrote 200. He gave me a little bit of a deal. I think okay. I paid 170 for it. Okay. It's 185 was the last sale. Like okay. two weeks ago. And that was before the news, which is why I was excited about that buy. Cause oh, now okay. that he's back, I think his stuff will go up. What does it have a pop or is it not on the ladder? Just it wasn't sale? those sales. History. Okay. Yeah. And then the Tatum. See, I bought those two to flip. Uh, I brought all my PC stuff to, to see, like I, I cleaned up most of those safety. Do you want to tell the people about how much you brought there? Uh, yeah, there's probably between cash and cards. I think I probably had about 450,000 in my backpack. So I told Jesse not to let it out of his sight. And it's yet, also why on the shuttle did, the to the airport, I left it in the shuttle bus. I a little tip for the driver. did not allow that to happen. A little, little tip for the driver. Use my Zion case again, not a sponsor, but Zion case, that backpack with the case inside of it. it yeah, phenomenal. It does look good. Um, all right. So those were your pickups. That was the card show. We have new product coming out this week, don't we? We also have CSG news. Which one do you want to do first? You oh, skipped it. Are you saving it? No, 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 no. We, let's hit the CSG thing. <laughs> Stop there. Uh, CSG came out on the way to the airport. We actually saw this. The um, new label. And they were there showing it off. Mike, what's your opinion? I Here's the deal. I said something nice about somebody earlier, so I don't have no. to do that again. Yeah, you should, though. I, I appreciate CSG finally getting around to switching the label. I think it's six months late. I mean, they literally talked to us, uh, talked to us about this at the national last year, mm -hmm. briefly. Like, why did it take so long? A, there's a couple things I really, really hate now as well. They were nine, five was their gem mint. Well, now they've changed to 10 being a gem mint. I don't love that you've changed the grading scale on your own company. Like that's yeah. a big, I, to well, me, I think doesn't that hurt previous thing, like anything graded previously. I, I mean, maybe I, you know, I, I just a weird look. I also think it's kind of an SGC ripoff the label. Okay. I don't, I'm I don't, glad I don't hate that. that. I mean, whatever, if something's doing good, like we're ripping a lot of stuff off of other platforms for the platform we're building. Like if it works for them, I'm okay with imitation. I'm also not thrilled that they got rid of the subgrades. The font is, I just am like, I don't, you finally got around to doing this and I'm just like, Oh, it's kind of the same. Well, it just, it was a change. It just wasn't enough of a change. And the changes that were made were not uh, the best. It sounds like. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know. Like, I'm not sure what else to say about it. Like I still, like if you want to use them as a super cheap option to like get an opinion on something, I guess fine. Like that's what people were doing, but I just don't, I'm not, I guess my biggest thing is the whole, the grading change, the scale change, because the thing what's and no gonna happen subs, is, by the way, that what, is a big deal. What is going to happen is in a few months or a year, if if that, it's going to be someone's going to try and trade their nine five and they're say this is gem mint, and someone's going to who's new to the hobby or whatever is going to be like, oh well, I've got this ten. This is a gem mint. I'll pay you less for that one. Well, and they're also going to say that nine five is in an old ugly green label. Yeah, I'll pay you less. Not even because of the car. And I get certain people like buy the card, not the grade. That's fine to say. It's not true though. People pay for the grade. So yeah, I just, I guess I was just kind of underwhelmed because I told you I got a heads up on that last week mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, we've got a, a really good partnership with SGC. We like working with them. We'll continue to, I still use PSA once in a while mm -hmm. or quite a bit. Actually, I shouldn't say once in a while, but I was like, man, if CSG does this thing right and really hits the ground running, PSA is the top spot. That's not changing. But SGC to me right now has really differentiated themselves and put themselves number two. 
Like if CSG does something right here, that could really hit SGC. And instead this happened and now I'm like, I actually feel pretty good about it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the other grading note, by the way, DCI, I don't know what that stands for, but uh, DC Dallas card uh, in, investor, I think it's, it's okay. not, it doesn't have anything to do with grading, but they are a grading company. Yes. Okay. Uh, so they were doing, they do like raw slat, raw card reviews at shows. Um, I actually met the kid, Jason. I, I don't remember Jason's role with the company, but I spoke to him a few times. I forgot his name the first seven times because I'm an idiot. Mm -hmm. um, I thought this was interesting. So they're getting into slabbing. I would just tell you right now, I absolutely hate that. I, I don't think you should slab. I think it's going to be a waste of money. I don't think the market's going to take on to it. But they do $8 reviews for condition only. I, I did not actually confirm this with the company, but I did talk to people and they say they spoke to them. So this is secondhand. If it's not true, I will make sure we, we mention that Thursday. I don't think they are authenticating, but they will at least evaluate the condition of the card and give you a grade based on that. Oh, okay. I'll tell you why I really like this. If you buy a car and they're at they're live at shows, it's eight bucks. They do it right then. I think that's an awesome feature to have at a card show. Like if oh. I go out and buy a raw Tom Brady, I'm like, listen, as long as it's an eight or higher, mm -hmm. I'm happy to pay it. Cool. Walk over and spend eight bucks and do that. What, isn't there already a service that does that at, the, at these shows? Um, the Mitt, no, not Mitt. Um, oh, who, you're talking about Mike Baker? Yeah, Mike Baker. He reviews graded cars though already. Oh, I see. Okay. So I, I had never used DCI. I still haven't, but a couple of the guys we set up with used them. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to pay to get these cards slabbed by DCI. I think it's a waste of money. But the review service at the show, I actually think is pretty cool. Again, because I don't believe they authenticate, I wouldn't use them for vintage and stuff. I don't, I don't like that play. Mm -hmm. But even just for new stuff, like they can tell centering, they have their, their equipment out. I kind of think that's a valid area. And it's like, it is a need if you're going to go to shows like that. And yeah. because you're not using the slab machine, it's not like it's costing them a ton of money to get there and set up. Mm -hmm. I don't mind it. I've kind of changed my tune on those guys. They invite us on the podcast. I did not respond to it. I just noticed it was like in our email. I was in our Instagram or Twitter requests. Oh, I saw that too. I haven't. Yeah. I've been leaving it to talk to you before. Yeah. I mean, we didn't, but that, I did. I kind of thought that part of it was interesting. So, um, who else? Was, oh, uh, so all the spot, like a lot of the guys who helped sponsor the show were there. Uh, Steve Tingwall was all over the place. Columbia right hobby. Us, the card, yep. We he were at card letter and he, he had three there. locations. Um, they were giving away a PS five. That was pretty cool. Yep. I like that. They're giving away a non sports thing too. Like, yeah. And if, by the way, if you ever need equipment, like if I talked to him for a few minutes too, about just the amount of supplies he runs through in a year, it's insane. So he Columbia hobby.com is they sell card supplies, boxes, um, penny sleeves, top loaders, mm -hmm. magnetics, all that stuff. The code nonsense, I think, still works for 10%. Yep. He's one of the biggest supply guys in the country now. And and he's just a good dude. So, yeah, we saw Steve a couple times. We saw Center Stage there. John Wee yep. and their entire crew was there. The, mm -hmm. We actually got to test out the app, like, in person with just a bunch of random Is that cards. going on our YouTube this week? Is that Was that your plan? Uh, I was going to just put it on Instagram okay, or something perfect. like that. But, yep. yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll for identifying cards. of that, which is, again, if you guys need, if you're at a card show and you want to demonstrate anything, like, or I'm sorry, not demonstrate, but if you want to get a grade, it's probably the fastest thing, especially when these card shows never have internet. Like the internet is so terrible it there. It's like the fastest thing to actually find out what is this card and what kind of value does it have? You just uh, literally shine it over it. It's as if you're like scanning a QR code. It's pretty cool. Yep. But yeah, Card Ladder was there. Obviously we set up with them. They were like one of the show sponsors also. Um, yeah, card ladder was cool. Like we actually got to demonstrate because we were sitting at the booth, so people assumed that's oh, who we were. I the, demonstrated that to a number of people how to use it. The there was another pickup I got uh, at the card show, and I forgot because I don't have the physical part of it. 
Uh, so Panini was there, obviously. They oh, were yeah. doing big things, and they were giving away blockchain uh, NFT cards. Um, you say giving away. I couldn't find them. And <laughs> well, I asked. I tr- Sean, I tried. Yeah, the Sparkle Pack, Sean. Dude, we asked. They they do- they didn't know what that was and couldn't find where to get it. But for everybody else who's not named Sean, um, it was cool because if you talk to some of the people at the Panini booth, they would give you uh, a little code to put in on the Panini app. I got a two of eight epic Clay Thompson card. Um, I haven't checked values yet, but there was one, one guy got something similar to this already sold it for a thousand dollars. Like, Jeez. yeah, like, uh, there was giving sold these that away. card for a thousand or yeah. His- yeah, okay, so, what is the deal, just so I'm clear, with free stuff we're given as a company? <laughs> I don't know. Is, is that it a, a write-off? Is it a 51% split? <laughs> What's my take of that is what I'm looking for here. The I haven't sold, I, listen, I haven't sold this card. And so when, when it I sells, do, you don't get it anything because you were mean. Uh. <laughs> yes. You know what? If, that's, if you feel like you are going to... Uh, also share the King Griffey's and stuff that you got and the all dollar the other, cards. I will, all I will, <laughs> I will share the dollar cards. Okay. I just, the logic the other day when they came to another project I'm working on was if it's, if we're going to, I'm just, just you know for, what? If you, if you, we want to set a precedent of when we I'm get kidding. given okay. individual Jesse's, things, Jesse's hands are up. The Jimmy Deans are, are yamming. Don't call them Jimmy. Deans. I thought you liked that. I said, I don't like that. And you know that he said not to panic. He, he said, said not to panic. <laughs> um, you know what? Let's move on past this. We'll talk about it later. Off air. I, I forgot one thing too to mention. Okay. And I feel bad. I don't remember the two kids' names. Oh yeah. Cooper and Jacob. Nick. Oh man, I feel horrible. I gotta look through my pictures Kevin. real quick. So a just tell us, really kind of set cool. the set the stage. So here, a if couple of kids came over. Um, didn't really. You know, there were, there weren't a ton of kids there, but these kids came over and they basically I got their set handle. themselves apart. Elevate yeah. Sports Cards is the handle. Their mom, dad, and the two kids were there. These kids were Dude, pretty were awesome. awesome. Like, so first of all, the dad was so I was, they they showed up. I said, "Awesome, we've got some free packs to give away for kids." We give them mosaic uh, cello packs, cello, cello. I don't know. They pulled a pink Zion rookie. You think it's cello packs? I never know what it is. <laughs> they pulled a pink Zion rookie. They pulled a green Tyler here. They actually pulled probably a hundred dollars worth of stuff, which I was like, but their excitement. I mean, oh, they were, scor- it was awesome. They would be. And then the dad was like, here's the deal. Ask him who the best player for every franchise is. That was. So crazy. I did. I was like, Celtics best player. He's like, Larry Bird. I was like, well, over who though? Well, over Bill Russell. Like, <laughs> and they could not have been. I oh. figured they were like 10 and eight. Maybe you have a kid. I don't no, know. No. Yeah. They were probably like 10 and 12 or something like that. Oh, really? Okay. Crazy knowledgeable. Uh, and then, by the way, this, so this is the other point I want to make about that. Rip, um, Peter Pacman is like the kind of hobby rapper, I think, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Peter Pacman. Yes, but it's part that. of Rip Pack Slabs. Job yes. at Best is yes. the old running back for Detroit. And there's another guy who I don't know. I forget that dude's name. He I'm sorry. Great, we got two out of three. Yep. The kids told us specifically, we're He's here to see you guys and then same, we're here to see so them. So. RPS was their number one reason for going. We were number two, but they were still excited to see us. But it was... It was to yeah. see just like kids that excited about the hobby was pretty cool. Well, in RPS, we were on a panel with them on mm-hmm. Sunday. They were great guys. Very, I think they're, they're going to go far in this hobby. Um, but what's funny is like by the end of the the show, I don't know where they were giving away these shirts and sweatshirts and all this stuff, but everyone was wearing some of their merch. It felt like, like pretty I smart. saw it left and right. Yeah, it was smart. Um, okay. There you go. 
I think we're good, right? Release? Oh, yes, release. Real quick, because we've already yammered too long like normal. Uh, how many times have you said yammered today, do you think? It has been a lot. It's a few times. <laughs> I feel weird. You know what was great? All right, last card show. Yammer talk more. From there. Um, actually, it probably won't be the last. But on the very, we got into town. Uh, our flight landed around 6. We got to the hotel, put our stuff down. We were on the f- show floor by 7. And as soon oh, as we were out PM. there, yeah, 7 p.m. I was going to say, you, um, your feet were not on any floor at 7 a.m. <laughs> uh, no. And you know what? Shame on you for waking up that early every time. That's so annoying. Okay. Uh, we got there and the film crew that we talked about with the documentary. XRT. Was, they were there already. They And they just immediately mic'd us up. I had no idea that was going to happen <laughs> right then. Yep. Um, they just immediately mic'd us up. Here's what I really appreciated. On the side... While you were over there talking to Mitch over at Bullpen, I was talking uh, to Ted Morgan, and they're like, listen, Jesse, I want you to know something. We listened to the most recent episode, and Mike was being mean. He was calling you out for this and that, for saying how you always say this. And I was like, you know what? Thank you. And they said, I want you to know something. I almost put together a supercut of Mike because Mike always says the exact same thing at the beginning of every sentence. They said they had to go through and cut you saying the same line before you start every sentence. They didn't tell me what that line is, and I haven't been able to tell what it is. But I want you to know there is a thing you say. So what I'm hearing is it's so obvious. It's so it is so you obvious couldn't, that the person who I make content with every week couldn't think of it. I and still doesn't know what it is. But it's that I don't glaring. Think, I don't think with a critical eye. I'm not fine. trying to judge. My follow up to that would be bottom line: How many times have Morgan and Ted? <laughs> Signed a check for you. I don't. I'm curious how many career and life altering, you know, employment opportunities have they given you? I love that you are like. I just wonder. You're the king of all of this, and I'm just the little person. It's called a popper. (laughs) I'm cutting the recording right now. Um, We're done. Okay. Here's. I've told you this from the start. If there are valid critiques, they need to be made to and fro. I think you would also. You already made your valid. I go too far. No question. There are two things, though. The bottom line, the I'll say this, you have cleaned up, and I think you would agree it's a You're better— You're not allowed to add on more. I was calling you out for the one you already did. I you think you're doing a swell— You can't go and swell, add more. I think you're the—I'll tell you this. I think working with you has been the highlight of my professional career. I think I you're don't great. Know if you mean that. I think your daughter's awesome. You know. have a great family. You're wonderful. You know, you're such a— gen- <laughs> Ronick, I'll, I'll go off. Stop <laughs> all of this. Cut it all. You're doing so good. Just Ronick, don't cut it. a word. It's awful. Um, okay. back. I actually want to hear what it is now. I do I'm, too. I'm calling Morgan after the show. <laughs> can I call him right now? Oh, call should we right. call him on the air? I can call him on the on the bat phone. We can get him on the Bluetooth. Do you have his number? Or no? I've got Ted's it. number. Ted Ted would probably know what it was. I know Morgan better than I know Ted. I know Ted and Morgan about equally. Okay, so you're good. So I'll call Ted. I'm going to call him. Guys, we're going to find out what Mike does wrong. Ted is the producer. Which one is Ted? Ted is the producer. Okay. Morgan's the director. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, All right. You have to make sure you disclose that we are live. Being recorded or whatever. (laughs) Legally. (laughs) This is so funny. It'd be great if Ted sued us. (laughs) He's like, hey, by the way. Hello? Ted? Jesse? Hey. uh, I have to, before you say another word. 
you're being recorded right now. We're on we're, the podcast. We're recording Ted. the podcast right now, and we were relaying stories to each other from the show, oh. and you guys came up, and we wanted to get your thoughts on something. Ted, just so I can set we're, the accurate stage, we weren't relaying stories. Jesse was telling me you and Morgan have a whole super clip of me repeating something all I the said time. They could make a super clip. They okay. did not. Yet. I think Ted can speak for himself. <laughs> Ted, that, is this true? That is true. Oh, God. Also, also, first of all, what a huge surprise that you guys are recording this conversation. We so never would have expected How that. often do we get to talk to Hollywood Hollywood producers? We're, this is a big thing for us. Um, um, Ted, can you tell us what it is that he does? Because that was the whole point of, I don't know what it is that he says, yep. but it's something that is Give said Jesse enough some that it has to be cut. Clearly, clearly, we need to string it together and upload a video of it because I don't know exactly what it is because I haven't seen it. Where? Sorry for the beeping. We're at the airport. Okay. Uh, but we obviously need to uh, need to give it directly to you, Jesse, yes. so that you can Correct. make sure it's <laughs> as embarrassing as it can possibly be, and then you can figure out what you want to do with it. And hang on, Ted. I got a noise. That- there we go. There we go. Thank you, Ted. This has been an absolute highlight of my day. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm sure this is going to like the viewer, the uh, listenership on the podcast is going to skyrocket after this. <laughs> oh, gonna be, that's going to be amazing. Uh, so congrats um, in advance to you guys for all the all the extra income. Hey, you're going to make us famous in a movie, so you don't have to. Thank yeah. you to you, Ted. <laughs> thank you, Ted. And thank you to the entire crew. Give yep. everyone hugs and kisses and we'll talk to you soon. I will. All I right. will. We'll see you, buddy. Bye. 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 So I guess point number two, I would, nope, nope. I'm not going to say anything. Let's go to mailbag. I don't want to say anything you that upsets you. hate criticism. Talk about it. That's a Hollywood guy. Right into the joke from day one. Oh. From the first moment you They spoke. are an absolute pleasure to speak with. All right. Here time. we go. All right. <laughs> mailbag? Mailbag. I want to make one phone call a show from now on. <laughs> I like that. It is fun. Um. All right. I have to hit this mailbag question from Jack. Oh, I do. Boy, Our last phone call was a star suck on the air. Some people reached out. They thought it was a little inappropriate. I would say this though, and I am, I'm happy to hear this. I would say between probably right about 20 people reached out and said after that episode, they got a, they got a specific response or a tracking update or something from star mm-hmm. So, uh, star stock, uh, I was very critical last week. Still am. I just want to say this. I am glad that there is it seems like some things are moving forward. Now, is that because we're calling them out and making a, some noise? Maybe. Or maybe they're just finally processing through. I don't care. I'm happy to hear that some people are getting taken care of. So, Starstock, I would say, please continue on that path. That's or I nice. will call you He's, again. Well. Mailbag. Do you remember how during it I was like, oh, let's not do this? It's like, you know. But did it move okay. things in the right direction? Possibly. So it's Possibly. It. Maybe we're both right. I'm good with somebody Can being mad at me. we world where we're both right? Yeah, and I think it is. I'm good with people being mad at the show a little bit, though, if it mm-hmm. gets, like, our listeners their crap back. So, um, Can we say one other thing before mailbag? <laughs> Sorry, guys. We didn't talk about this, I don't think. Since we talked about the whole shilling of the V-Friend thing, that we did have multiple people come out and just say, hey, I sold this to people with three or less feedback, and they paid like, so specifically, my buddy Mike Page sold seven of his eight cards. They're grading a couple. Seven of the eight were paid for. And then there was shipped. also a guy named Good Jeff, go. I believe, who reached out over yep. the weekend, too. Just, so that doesn't mean to say that there's not major oh, widespread shilling. No yep. one's disagreeing with that. But there are also some mixed... And some of those cards he sold went for thousands, which is still inexplicable. Yep. Uh, we should get the Gary V results soon on our autograph card. 
I did a five. Oh, I did yeah. the five day service. Oh, that when, when what? Uh, when did I drop that off? It's got to be five days ago. Or is it well, but I, I gave it's five business days, and I gave it to Nash to ship to them. Oh, okay. So there's a slight delay there. I bet we hear. I wonder if we'll hear by Thursday. It Maybe. Interesting. Mailbag again. Um, Joshua Richards from Messenger. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. Side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Guys, I encourage everyone to leave mailbag questions in the mailbag section. If you're some reason not getting uh, your mailbag question in, you are allowed to message it to me. Joshua Richards did this several times, and now I am. Also, it might just be a dumb question. If you has, oh made yeah, it. Maybe this isn't the it. case with Josh. But if you're asking a stupid question, we don't read those. So here's the here's the issue that does not apply to Josh. It is a long question. So this one's for Mike. Okay. Uh, after complaining about not ever pulling a Genesis in any sport, by the way, can you tell the audience what a Genesis is? This is the guy saying he was complaining. Yes. That's Genesis what, yes. is like a really hard to hit insert out of mosaic. Okay. Thank you. Oh, I thought he meant I was complaining. No, no, no. He was I, saying I got this. You. Yep. Uh, after doing breaks for a year, um, he wasn't able to pull a Genesis. I was doing some ripping to add cards to my dollar boxes. I was bringing to a card show the next day. Then it happened. I pulled a Brady Super Bowl MVP Genesis in the greasy Pats jersey. It was electric. So what's the play? I'm thinking grade and hold until he goes into the Hall of Fame and then cash out. Oh, yeah. If you can hold stuff like that, like money-wise, and that's good for you, then mm -hmm. yeah, grade and hold it. and Yeah. 
Is that I, I think the market huge card? I mean, I would actually like to know what that card is. Am I allowed to look this up? We don't have to. It doesn't matter. Yes, that's the, that's the play. If you can do that, do it. Okay. Yep. All right. Um. There you and go. Congratulations. Finally got a chance. Gen- yeah. There you go. By the way, first Genesis, not a bad one. Uh, Ruben Mitchell from the Facebook. Can y'all both name a celebrity or athlete? Y'all, I love the y'alls in here. Y'all would like to do a box break with. Um, I would love to do it with Brian Cranston because I have heard he is in the uh, hobby to some degree. He is actually more into sports cards, but I bet you we could rip some celebrity packs if uh, he was ever into that. I mean, here's the thing. First off the top, I'd be like, oh, well, Brady. But I don't think Brady cares about the hot. Like, so yeah, I, so I that's someone di- who actually cares. Yeah, so there's a balance. So then like, who is like the biggest name in sports that would like have fun with it and rip? Man, that's a good question. I don't. Well, Ruben and I you know were messaging. What? I want to rip one with Jimmy Fallon. You're a Jimmy Fallon fan? I am. Oh, ever since uh, right? Pitch isn't, Perfect. Isn't, nope. What's, it, what's uh, the pitch? Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch. That's Jimmy Fallon. That's the, there's I like that Jimmy. Who's the other Jimmy? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel? I hate him. Oh, oh okay. I find him to be so annoying. <laughs> I would rather throw a box of product at him and listen to him talk. But I would. I, I want to do a box break with Jimmy Fallon. Fallon being on the joke. Also, mm-hmm. little known thing, he, he is very witty and quick with the jokes and the singing. Uh-huh. I can make parody songs on the spot as good as anybody I know. So, Jimmy. Are you going on Jimmy Fallon? Are you going on the Tonight Show, bro? I don't want to talk about it. Funny enough, he's from Boston. Who would have thought that? <laughs> okay, move on. <laughs> Jason Fisher, what was your biggest surprise you came across while in Vegas? Um, The biggest surprise, honestly, for some reason, this keeps sticking out. I never talked about it, but I didn't really care for it. The Pokemon, there's a, there's someone paid a person to walk around in a Pikachu outfit that was very, very revealing on a person. And I was just like, for one, it's a kid's character, but it's also a show where there's a bunch of kids that are still coming, even though there weren't a ton of kids, but there's still a lot. Uh, I just, especially with the whole Leighton Blaise card rip and how that got blown up. I'm like, did we not just see the hobby's reaction to that? And then you still have this person come and walk around both days in this outfit. So biggest surprise was how well the show went. I was nervous. Like, man, there's not going to be anybody here. The the speaking thing's going to be empty. No one's paying for the, I was surprised. And I told them that because I told collectibles, okay, I'm going to lie and say it was great. Don't worry. Um, (laughs) Then we went and I was like, I'm actually like pleasantly surprised with every, the card show feature was, was underwhelming, but I don't care. That wasn't the focus. I was very impressed. Yep. I don't think you can say that you were going to lie, even though I know that kind of shows how you're authentic, but it also shows like you're willing to say something that's not true. And I know eh, you're here's not. the deal. If I said it, I would have come out a week later. I'm like, by I the know, way, that's true. Every time you say something, yeah, I don't comes care. Back. Um, Mox cards, cards. It's like Mark's cards, but he's spelling instead of an R he's putting an H. Okay. Um, you've got one pick to build your NBA dynasty, Jim, Roy, Kevin, or Phyllis. I mean, Kevin can play. Duh, I, Remember? Duh, that was real. They, they I, said that I've was on heard the first that on the podcast. Yeah. He made like 12 in a row. Yeah, Kevin, hands down. Yeah, absolutely. Kevin. Half I'm court, sorry. full court. You got to go Jim. Kevin can't run. Uh, but Phyllis. Though. And now he can't dance. <laughs> um, that's a solid question. Thank you, sir. Carlos Salazar, there's a post on the page today about PSA upgrades. Can you explain it for the people in the back? Nope. I haven't seen the post. No clue. Thanks, Carlos, but we'll try and see it. Tag me in the the post, Carlos, and I'll respond. Uh, Matt Tidmore, we're getting some real interesting questions today. If you could slap any athlete and know they wouldn't retaliate, who would you slap? Oh, this is in reference to the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing, I guess. 
By um, the way, hey, Will, just take a joke. I, it was a little. Who's hitting people over it? It's Chris Rock. I, you know what? Here's my theory of what happened right before the show. Jada's like crying. She's like, oh, you know, like I get it when your wife is upset about something. It's a touchy subject. It's and a you, medical you help condition, them to right? Feel, yeah, because it's a medical okay. condition why she's bald. And she's probably like very self-conscious about it. And then you go to the show and you get called out in front of everybody. I, I, that was my theory. I'm not making excuses for him. I'm just giving a theory of why that would have made him so upset. Cause seriously, he's like a funny guy. Why? Of why all the things so that upset? have happened to that family, that's what makes him okay. the most upset. So right. I don't We're know. We're not going to, who no. do I want to, sl- I don't want to slap anybody. I like everybody. Yeah. You're not a violent guy. Honestly, I I'd like to slap LeBron when he flops. <laughs> that's the only, that's honestly, I'm not even a LeBron fan, but when he flops around, it, it is unbelievably frustrating to slap watch. him a high five. Yep. Yep. Tyson Blake. Drinking a lot of water. (laughs) Thoughts about Drake getting into the card game, good or bad? I honestly, I think it is nothing but good. If you come in and pump it up and people are going to get hurt by it, that's one thing. He's just coming in and being pretty transparent. Like he's ripping. I'm not all the way in the hobby, but he's going to spend huge money on big product. Ton of eyeballs on it. I think it's a, I really do. I think it's a great thing. I was talking to, um, that Ruben Mitchell guy who was on uh, a few questions ago. The Rube. Uh, we were talking about that specifically. I do, because there was also um, a really big TikToker who was at the the show. Um, in fact, I'll give the name, but our audience. Oh, Bryce got, Hall. Yeah, I, I don't feel like funny anybody in say, our audience knows who that is. Funny you say really big. He walked past me at one point. Mm-hmm. He is shorter than I am. Oh, he looked like a little guy. And he is about 135 pounds. So this is one of the kids who've been doing the celebrity boxing things lately. Oh, really? I'm sorry to say this. Oh, I'm pretty sure I could snap that kid in half by like thing. sniffling. I mean, time, but he did this walk where his arms were out. And I was like, why are you could put your arms in your pockets and have your elbows touching? Um, all right. Dan Treacy. Dan Treacy. Hey, as a Boston Celtics fan, can I blame you for the Robert Williams injury? I already, I accept responsibility. <laughs> every, and I'm going to clear this up. Every time you talk about a player, something bad happens. Sorry, Dan. That, that that is on you. Dan. Move on. Uh, or on you, Mike. It's two in um, a row. I've been yelled at now. <laughs> Dylan. Dylan wants to know. I'm not even going to try the rest. Dylan DeLeon. De opinion on collecting complete factory sealed sets with print runs being as high as they are. Yeah, buy with caution. High print runs. I don't know. I, I, I think sets kind of are starting to get phased out more and more. So I just be careful with them. But if you enjoy it, then do it. But I assume he's talking more modern day, not like old, maybe yeah, something a little a, more vintage. He's saying modern day because it's high print runs. Yeah. But I mean, there was also high print runs at times with like. Not compared to these print runs in general. Yeah. Okay. Uh, John Boren. You're not boring me, John. Uh, what can't miss prospect equivalent to Bobby Witt or Wander Franco is the past in the past has burned Mike the most. Oh, as of right now, Joe Adele. I went heavy on some Joe Adele stuff, which I still have. Uh, I just forgot about it for a year, over a year, because he's been so, he's selling so poorly. So I can't see his burn because I'm high on him still, but he, he yeah, he kind of hurt. I'm trying to think of other, pro- I mean, Otani when he was, but he wasn't a prospect. He was more of a rookie. Bobby Dahlbeck, I went heavy in as a prospect and he kind of got quiet and he came on later, but I had already sold out at a loss. Didn't you get burned on, on Otani? Did That's you what just I said, say, oh, but he's did. a rookie. Okay. He wasn't yeah. really a prospect. So, but yeah, Otani burned me big. Okay. Um, Colin O'Rourke, what are you, are we thinking about this Baker Mayfield situation? Does he get traded, released, or an $18 million bench warmer? Well, now I start to wonder, 
is Deshaun Watson going to play week one? Mm. So I, I don't really know. And apparently they're not paying Deshaun hardly anything on the books this year. At least Cleveland isn't. So maybe they can afford to keep Baker. Or I, I don't know. I, I honestly have no clue what's going to happen there. Uh, Tristan Brown, Devontae Adams, buy, sell, hold. So we talked about his stuff the other day. It had, it had moved up somewhat. Um, yeah, man, I just, I, I struggle to think he's going to have anywhere near the type of season he's had before. Not that he's not going to have a good season. I think that team's going to be very good. Mm-hmm. I Like, I actually think Oakland will get further in the playoffs than Green Bay will this year, which sounds weird to say. But I, just, I just thought of something. I can't hold him. Hold him? I'm a hold. Okay. See what he does. What if we did this uh, occasionally? Not every time. We can do it in mailbag or we can do a completely separate post where we just do this exact. What Tristan did was perfect. He gave a name of a player buy, and sell, they hold. just said buy, buy, sell, hold. What if we just had guys like just submit like a, sure. hey, you want, you want to know? Just put their name, buy, sell, hold. Okay. I think that'd be. I, I mean, haven't recovered easy. yet from the chastising. I'm sorry. I'll get my energy back. <laughs> it's not that. It's just. It's fine. We don't want. We're not talking about it. <laughs> I didn't chastise I, mean, I, did, I didn't want to bring up the help. comment you made on YouTube the other day that was far more offensive, but that's That fine. was not far more offensive. One person said something about it. Interesting. Okay. You think that was far? Whatever. It's fine. Matthew Dane. <laughs> Stop looking <laughs> at me. What's your take on the long-term value of the new Hollow Heroes case hit from Illusions or similar case hits that have multiple variations of one player? I do What's like a it's, a, so it's, a, it's an insert, just a variation that comes out of. Uh, um, oh, he just said the name of the stupid product. What's it? Uh, Illusions. Yes, out of okay. Illusions. Here's I like new products. I like certain new products, and I do like the variations, the chases, the SPs. I'd be a little bit caught. Like I'd want to know what it's selling for, though. The only reason I bring that up is Illusions is a lower end set. Not everybody likes Illusions. Oh, so, okay. but in general, like if you said, hey, they're a fraction of the of the price of. A, B, C, all these other different variations. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe it's a good value. And it's a, if it's a cool card anyways, and it's not overpopulated, I have no, yeah, buy it, hold it, do whatever you want with a PC. That's cool. Johnny Watt with print runs out the wazoo. Do you think short prints that are harder to come by still be, will still be sought after in five years when there's a chance base, uh, when there's a chance base will die out in popularity for reasons that is uh, unknown? I disagree with actually everything you said, though. So, you're, so yeah, base is going to die out in popularity. Well, base is still popular. It's just not as valuable. And in five years, I'm going to say the market is 5x what it is now in terms of people in it. So if that's the case, then maybe base isn't as overpopulated at the time. And even if it was, then why would numbered stuff in SPs go down? I mean, if people hated base still, then that would obviously mean the non-base stuff would be more expensive and be more sought after. I think both will be true. I think base will become more sought after again. Not like it was, yeah, but a little bit more. And I think the the other stuff will continue to just gain popularity. Yeah, that's a solid point. The bigger the audience, the less that is a big, a big deal. Johnny, we still appreciate everything. Yeah, I just disagree. To ask your question. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just disagree with the, the sentiment. But yeah, it's a good question. Uh, Ryan Heinz with WWE signing deal with Fanatics. What do you think about the value on holding sealed or singles of the WWE Panini products that are coming out this year? I wish I could say something more useful. I don't know anything about wrestling. I would still say that. I mean, even I mean, if I would you don't know if it's like coming out new. Yeah, like inaugural year stuff. I, yeah. I would think it would hold good value. Uh, I would agree with that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Mark Joe. Hey, Jason Flynn is here Thursday. Mark We're just J. thinking we have a random sport coming up. Yeah. Soccer, not not wrestling. We'll, we'll mention that again right at the end. Sure. 
Mark J. Why does eBay, oh boy, why does eBay not offer a final sold price on accepted offers? Places like 130 point have them all anyways. That is a good question. They why used don't to, they? And they used to. And also, what's the deal with eBay? That's a personal oh, question. Yeah, that lady hates us. That's fine. I don't care. I have no interest I in us. I don't like anybody to hate us, but I get it. Yeah, I think it's valid and it's fine. I don't have any interest in working with them anymore and they don't have any interest in working with us. So <laughs> we're good. Maybe they do. They you, So why? Yeah. They used to offer this. So and it's weird. Like you used so to have the, question, the used to have the green number crossed out and the actual, actual price. So why don't they anymore? I don't know. And if they don't, why is it still available somehow for other companies like Carlider and one thirty point to get it? Yeah, that's weird. I have no clue. So that's a good question on how does the Joe Schmo guy get I don't it? actually know who eBay is sponsoring in the space at all anymore though. They were the Oh, didn't they drop off with Jeff? Yeah, I think that ended. I and think it's probably because they're just wanting to do everything themselves all in-house. They're probably going to have their own media people because now they're it's eBay's like becoming, I think, not even quietly, but it's like no one's really suspecting it. They are going to try and replace almost every other company out there, I think, right now. I bet you they have their own grading because they're already using CSG, but I mean who knows? Good choice there. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like they are they are also buying up. Everyone talks about fanatics, but I don't feel like as much as being voiced about What's eBay, eBay coming worth? to the place as a monopoly. Um, I mean, they've billion, got a multi-billion. I, who knows? Yeah. I mean, I guess I could simply Google it. Oh, I was thinking like hundreds of billions. Um, Let's see. What's eBay worth? Their market. Ca- uh, oh, are they publicly traded? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Um, I'll have to, I'll, you know what? I'll read this question and I'll look it up while you answer. How about that? Perfect. Um, our next question comes from Edwin Ng thoughts on the Jersey fusion cards. Z Edwin, think of the most hideous design you've ever seen <laughs> and then tape something ugly to the surface of it. Oh, that is what you have. By the way, while he's looking this up, I don't mind that eBay doesn't like us. It is really, I left a very bad impression. This is mostly a me problem. So I don't like that anybody doesn't like us. That's oh, you would agree. Like this was a, this was, I was an idiot the first time. That's fine. Listen, we all make dumb little things. It's not a big deal. Hopefully one day. Um, uh, hopefully one day. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying hopefully oh, okay. one day we work with it. I'm just like, I just don't want anybody to have a bad taste in their mouth over us. Granted, I know that's kind of hard uh, in oh, yeah, okay. what we're doing. But, that's fine. Um, let's see. Jet. Thomas, Do, uh, did you? I, oh, you I, I almost had, yeah. Yep. When considering the GOAT of any sport, how would you rank importance of following categories? Personal stats, career accomplishments, and reputation slash likability. Okay, the last one, nothing. I don't care about their reputation or likability. You don't think that affects them as the GOAT of that sport, though? Well, Jordan was a saying? jerk and punched teammates. That's a fair and point. A, and yeah. a raging okay. gambler off the field. Didn't seem to affect Some his much. say on the field. Now, on the court, I the, misspoke. I know. Now, I mean, granted, nowadays it means more because social media and everybody knows about stuff. But like, there were plenty of people who were not good people before that. It never mattered. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a toss up, and it depends on the sport. Like in baseball, stats play more of a are, are much more of a uh, have much more of an impact on the goat than championships. Like, how many championships did did Babe Ruth win? I have no oh, idea. Couldn't yeah. even tell you. Mickey Mantle, no clue. Griffey, Bonds. Baseball, you don't think of, of wins. You think of stats, what they did. Now, granted, wins play a part, but much less. Basketball, for sure, plays a lot more. Jordan, not only did he win six, but he won. he's 6-0. and oh, You know, But personal stats, I don't think Jordan's a league. I mean, he didn't play long enough. He's not the points leader. Like LeBron's going to have all the personal stats. 
LeBron will also have a lot of rings for by the time he's done, maybe more football. I would say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the tough thing with football is Brady's got all the personal stats in the ring. So it's like accomplishments. It's, you know, yeah. and Gretzky, the same thing, by the way, Gretzky to me is still the greatest. People always hear this. And like, Oh, I don't know about that. Gretzky is the greatest team athlete of all time. Championships in a sport. His stats, by the way, are head and shoulders above everybody else while being the best player for a decade, maybe more. I don't care about Jordan, Brady, anybody else. Wayne Gretzky, what he did in his sport is so much more impressive than any other team athlete, team sport athlete. It's not close. And if you don't know that, it's just because you've never actually looked into it. But it's really not a discussion. I think Brady's number two. Although if you want to say it's Jordan, not Brady, that's a discussion. But the one spot is not even close. It's it's Wayne. I appreciate it. What is eBay worth? Uh, $34 billion. And that is, that's that, not a valuation. That's a that's our market cap. That's okay. what they're, that's what the general stockholder is saying that the company is worth. Sheesh. Um, that's like, what's funny so it's is fanatics, right? Similar? In back in like 2015, they were worth 74 billion. They're like less than hmm. less than half of that. That's kind of crazy. Um, I don't know why we even got onto that subject. I was just curious. Um, well, you said they were like going to come in and start buying stuff. Oh, up. so it kind of made me wonder. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Let's um, do one more. We've gone long. Yeah. Surprised you haven't said that. You're so dialed in today. Look at you. Why would I I why would I cut the people short? You're killing you know? it, bro. Michael CN Frome. Mike, generally speaking, what's more desirable? A PSA ten of something like a base Bowman auto or a PSA nine of a numbered auto? Ooh. That's a good question. And like if you told me like a nine. Oh man, here's the trouble. We have become so spoiled. Like we only want tens. If I'm buying it to sell, I want the 10, no matter what. If I'm buying it to hold, I'd rather the low, like in, in say the card was worth the same. Mm-hmm. A PSA 10 base is worth the same as whatever color as a nine. Mm-hmm. If I'm holding it, I want the nine because it's a lower color. I like that. If I'm trying to sell the card at some point, I'd rather it be the, the cheaper card that is a 10. Oh, okay, cool. Um, There is a question in here for me Did about it? the... Uh, Star Wars Masterwork, this card set, uh, just asking if I was going to be buying any. I have been looking into pricing on these things. It's just kind of astronomical. So I don't know yet. Um, if I can find something decently priced, I would definitely get in on it. But paying like $500 or something for a box is kind of high. So, Boom. Roasted. There you go. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for, uh, being there and asking your questions. Yeah. I'm glad we did like a heavy mint collective show at the start. Give people the, uh, well experience. And if you guys are excited for more sports card talk, specifically soccer talk to this Thursday, um, we are dropping our YouTube on sports cards, nonsense, YouTube channel. We'll have some review of the show, some of our other segments. Uh, we'll have a giveaway then. We are coming up. We will have Mitch from LA Bullpen joining us. Uh, oh, yeah. I gotta, I'm going to set that up for sure. Uh, we will have Mojo Breaks um, joining us probably at some point. In you the know what else future. I've decided? I'm going to have Mike on. We're Mike. done with Simmons, but me and Bill's friend Mike got along well. Oh, Mike at the show. Yeah. He's going to have Mike on the show. <laughs> Forget you, Bill. He we, seems like a really nice guy. Mike and Mike. Mike and Mike. We don't even need Bill in the mix. <laughs> um, we got to get Vernon back on too as the playoffs get closer. Oh, yeah, yeah. We should probably book that. He gets so busy. Severn. Uh, there you go. I had one other Anything thing, else coming I up? I feel it, so. like we've... Yeah, there you go. Oh, we're going to be trying a new segment this week on YouTube as well. I don't care if you never, ever watch YouTube again. I just want some feedback <laughs> on this this one five-minute segment. 
may even just release it separately, but we may not. I'll, I'll, I defer to Jesse on that formatting things. He's better with that SEO stuff. But I would like people to check it out on what, when we drop that Wednesday evening. Wednesday evening. Yeah, yeah I, I do. I want to see it's like a it's going to be like a mix on like hot cold, but like a little bit of a shimmy involved. Ooh, a shimmy and a hot cold. People love hot cold. A hot cold Jimmy Dean shimmy mix. <laughs> That's the name of the segment. Perfect. Oh, okay, good. All right, there you go. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network powered by Spotify. Really brought to you by Ronick. So that's so it. Good. Have a good day. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side by side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.